All right. Good evening. I hope everyone is having a fabulous day. Um, this is our new Thursday show. Thursdays. Yeah. Man, Thursdays. we're going to tell you guys how the Lord set this up. Uh, my name is Brian Casey, for those of you who don't know, and this is my co-host, Jamie Rice. Good evening. Yes. Good evening. So, um, really quick, since this is the first show that we've done together, um, this is going to be a weekly thing. It's not just going to be a one-time deal. But I kind of just want to give you all the backstory on just the amazing way that the Lord led us together and then put this show together. It was just, it's kind of like how the Lord does, you know, it was suddenly, it was like, right. Hey, do this, do this, do this, start now. It's like, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean like this Thursday? <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, if you guys are hopping on, if you can hear us, um, somebody comment in the uh, comments that you can hear us just to make sure that, uh, we're not just talking and. You guys are trying to read our lips or getting a word of knowledge to know what we are saying. <laughs> right so um, how this started, um, Jamie started coming to the river. Um, he started coming to the stand, um, and we we started talking, and it was, you, could, you knew it was the Lord, and we were both on fire and hungry because, like, the first time we met and talked, I think we talked for like two and a half, three hours at a Bob Evans, and it was just like, and after that, it was like we knew each other forever. Yeah, just just kind of gel. Yeah, and gelled. it was, and, it, and you you just knew it was the Lord. You could just feel it. So then, moving forward, um, we were moving into the new studio, Carrie and I, and we were. I was setting some stuff up, and and I just I walked in, and the second that I walked in, I heard nothing except for just Jamie, and I was like, "All right, okay," and like there was there was nothing else to it. Just just Jamie's name just dropped in my spirit, and I was like. Huh, okay, well, maybe I'm supposed to call him. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm supposed to pray for him. And then, like, five minutes later, like, Thursday, Thursday night popped in, and I was like, all right, okay. And I'm in the studio, so now I'm starting to put this together. I'm like, all right, well, maybe Jamie and I are supposed to do something on Thursdays, you know? So then, after that, I uh, I asked Jamie just randomly. I'm like, hey, uh, what's your day off at work? And he's like... He's like, Thursdays, why? You need something? He's like, I'm free all day. And I'm like, no, but but it's good to know. And I didn't tell him anything yet. And and then at fire conference, the last day of fire conference, um, we were worshiping right at the end, and the Lord gave me a vision of a... of a, And I, I originally had thought it was an outreach when I had first talked to Jamie a little bit about it. But um, it was just this little flyer with two faces on it. And the only thing I could see was Jamie's face and mine. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, we're supposed to do an outreach or something together. And and then the Lord just started laying all this on my heart with the studio. And I'm like, no, no, it's uh, it's not an outreach. So then the I mean, not that the Lord needed any more confirmation. So then I start to uh, I start to design the little flyer ad thing, you know, just to let you all know that we were going to do this. And as I'm looking through some templates, I find one that has a picture of two people on it. So then I'm like, that's it. That's the vision that the Lord had showed me. So then I scroll down to the bottom, and already on this flyer, it says Thursday at 8.30. So I'm like, Lord, like I get it. <laughs> I, we're going. We are going. So uh, that's just a little backstory of how, how we got here. Um, it wasn't by me. It wasn't by Jamie. It just the Lord had, had just really set it all in motion, and I said something to Jamie about it, and and he was kind of praying about what before I think it was before we actually knew it was a show. Right. I had said something to you, and uh, and we were we were both just kind of praying about it. And I then I did say something to him about the show. He prayed. He texted me one day, and he's like, "Man, he's like, 
really be in prayer about this this show, you know? And I was like, I, I was like, I'm done prayed up on it. I was like, this this text is just my confirmation. I was like, because the Lord was leading me in that same exact direction. So I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm just a little slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was just, it was a no brainer at that point to, uh, to bring Jamie on and, um, and the Lord, like I said, it, it, yeah, the Lord just, he just orchestrated it. And it's so amazing when you know it's the Lord, right. you know, like right. you, you go out and you do things and you're like, man, you know, I'm doing the work of the Lord. I'm doing the work of the Lord. But then to know that he wants to use you, that's right. the difference. Right. You know, you can go out and do that work, but the second that you know, that you know, that he is leading you to do something and you step out and you do it. And there, there's also just such a peace to it. There's never a, you know, I mean, the devil tries to attack. He was trying to fiddle with me right before we went live with some computer <laughs> stuff. But it's like you have that word from the Lord and there's nothing, nobody can say anything to take it away from you. Right, nothing right. can deter you away from it because you're like, look, like the Lord spoke and Absolutely. we're going. You know, Absolutely. pastor always says, you know, that two thirds of the of God's name is go, you know, yeah, so when he speaks, yeah. we go. So, so I've also, um, the Lord had kind of spoke to me about the show and, and not a real like structured, but non-structured, just a flowing show and whatever the Lord lays on our spirits, that's what we're going to bring to you guys. Um, it's all going to be led by the spirit. And that's, that's the key is just to let the spirit tell you guys, whatever it is he wants to tell you, we're just his vessels and absolutely we're just letting him pour into us and pour out. So, so that's the story on how we got here. I'm not going to waste any more time with that, but uh, I am going to go ahead and open us up in prayer before we get started with the topic for today. So if y'all would buy your heads. Father, we thank you for this amazing opportunity to be in front of your people. And Father, we thank you that you are willing to use us. And Father, tonight, just speak directly through us and speak directly to the hearts of those that are listening. And just, Lord, just give them revelation of your word tonight. And, Lord, just come and do whatever it is that you would want to do with us here tonight. And just let us reach your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So I think Jamie's got a pretty good topic today that uh, we're going to discuss. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I just kind of wanted to share. God kind of um, dropped on my spirit about this uh, about this uh, talk show. Um, he said, just be real. People are looking for real. Yeah, they're not looking for fake, sugar-coated. They want right. the real. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, that's what I plan on doing. I'm, you know, trust me. I I couldn't do this. You're right. On my own. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I'm a talker, but uh, right. I I couldn't get here and go live. <laughs> um, that's for sure. But uh, he said, just be real. To, you know, tell them about tell them about me. How yeah. I love them. And, yeah. And what I want to do in their lives, and uh, you know, and, and relate with them, yeah. relate to people. Yeah, I like it. You know, because uh, what Pastor Zach always says, kiss, keep right. it simple, stupid. Yep. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so tonight's topic is uh, what keeps people from attending church. Um, Sunday I was listening to Brian preach, and uh, you know he has something put on his heart that. God put a fire on him, and uh, it's, it's pretty relevant, and uh, it's pretty awesome, actually. And uh, so I was sitting at home just kind of thinking, you know, I'm like, oh, why doesn't people attend church? What, what's holding them back? Um, you know, and I, and I asked God, I said, God, why do people not want to come to church? Yeah. And the uh, kind of simple 
Ask him. <laughs> okay. Talk about keep it simple. You <laughs> yeah, want your answer? Yeah, ask him. Go ask him. So, you know, that's what I did. I, uh, I you know, I, I asked some people at work, um, friends, family. You know, even I've, I remember uh, about a month ago, I asked a girl yeah. why she didn't go to church, and uh, it, he just brought that to my attention. And uh, judgment. Yeah. People feel judged. Absolutely. Um, you know, stereotypes. They don't dress the right way. I don't have the right clothes to go to church. I don't have the right clothes. <laughs> um, you know, my past. Yeah. People know me in this small town. Um, you know, people know my past. I'm here to tell you, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus remembers no nothing. Yes. He forgives you of all your sins, anything you've done. Um, you know, and, uh, so that's, you know, that's some reasons and that's some things people share with me, you know, that they don't like being judged or they don't want their past brought against them, you know, and it's, it's hard for them to get comfortable or. Are they sitting in Sister Susie's seat? You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's hey, a lot don't, of things. Don't take my seat. No. Right. Right. <laughs> you can sit wherever you want. Dude. Yeah. Our church, we don't care. But uh, you know, God laid on my heart Monday morning, probably about I don't know four thirty-five. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't been getting a lot of sleep, but I got more energy. Yeah. Because he's waking me up in the middle of the night, just hammering stuff in me. So you it's know, good. it's awesome. Gives you energy, but uh. I want to talk about the woman at the well. Yes. The woman at Jacob's well. Yeah, some of the reasons, back to the topic before we get started, that uh, I hear that I always think are really funny about, like, you know, why don't people come to church? And you ask them, and it's like, some of the ones, like, for our church, a lot of times you get, well, you guys go for three hours. Well, yeah, like, last time I checked, the last movie you probably went and watched was two and a half, three hours, and you probably didn't complain one time sitting down and watching that. Right. You know, or it's... Then the other one is, well, you know, these churches, they just want my money. That's another good one that I hear all yeah. the time. And yeah. uh, and just some of them that you hear, it's like um, lost faith is a big one, Josh just said in the comments. And um, lost faith it has more, honestly, Josh, to do with not being in the presence of God and not being taught correctly. Um, because, honestly, the faith in God is one of the easiest things once you get the revelation of who he is and how much he truly loves you. Having that faith in him is actually easy once you get to that point. But what's tough is for you to want to walk in that faith. That's where it gets tough. It doesn't get tough having the faith in God because I've seen God move so many times. I've seen so much happen that God has done that like you can't convince me at this point that he's not right. real and he's not who he says he is. Right. Does everything go right in my life? No, no, absolutely not. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and that's exactly what the Bible says that he's going to do. But I never lose faith in who my God is. Absolutely. I lose more faith in myself and my right. ability to walk in that obedience right. than I ever do in him. So, uh, and I know we've talked before, Josh, about a couple of these things, and uh, and that just it just really hit me when you said that. It's never faith in God that we should lose. Faith in ourselves or in our obedience, that's that's where we start or maybe to lose even it at. other people. Right. You, you yeah. know, I mean Yeah. Um that's that's Absolutely. You know, yeah, God's been too faithful to me, man. Josh, I could tell you story after story how God just <laughs> swooped me up, man, and it's uh 
It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. One of these days yeah. I will share my share my testimony of what God's done, but uh yeah, I gotta write it all down because I forget half. <laughs> you know, I mean he's done so many things for me, I forget right? I forget a lot yeah. of them. I have to sit down with my dad. He remembers a lot of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's always awesome talking to him about yeah. it. So uh the woman at the well. All right, uh this is a woman that uh, obviously she had a past. If you're if you're familiar with the the Bible passage, she had a past. Um, she didn't really want to go out and get water when everybody else was out and about. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to just get in the Word. We're just going to read the Word. Um, and then uh, when the Spirit tells me to explain something or, or gives me a stop Sorry, sign right there, yeah. I will, well, that's what we'll do. <laughs> so uh, John chapter 4, uh, verses, verse 1. So when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. Though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples. He left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sakar, near to the parcel of grain that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Um, just so you know, I'm reading from the King James Version. Um, that's just... It's just how well, you roll. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. <laughs> Um, actually, that's what we do with our Bible school. So, hey. So now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well when it was about the sixth hour. There cometh the woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. So here's a Samaritan woman coming up to the well, does not expect to see anybody there because. It's the, it's the middle of the day, it's hot, and usually people are, are walking up the hill going to the well. Um, then he saith to the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. And then Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, I would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. So now he says this to her. Now she's intrigued. What is this living water? Um, So the woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is uh, deep. From whence then then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself? and his children, and his cattle. And then Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And uh, this is kind of like, um, you know, people are are searching for something in this world right now. right. Especially um, right now. You know, there, there's, there's a void in people's lives. Um, and they try to fill it with alcohol. Drugs. Drugs. Relationships. Yep. You know, you just look down your Facebook news feed and you <laughs> yeah. see everything they're trying to fill it with. Yep. <clears throat> but there's only one. One. Yeah. There's only one that can fill yeah. that void. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so here she is. She's searching. You know, and uh, he, and he tells her, whoever drinks of this water should never... You know, drink or thirst again. And the woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water, 
that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Here's where, here's where, <laughs> here's a, here's a what moment right. for this lady. Yeah. Uh, Jesus saith unto her, go call thy husband and come hither. Then the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast to have five husbands, and whom he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. In that saidest thou truly. So Jesus already Jesus knows your past. Right. Jesus knows you. He created. He doesn't God need created. you. He doesn't need you to tell him. He doesn't need you. Yeah. That, that, whatever you think you got hiding in the closet, <laughs> it's not hidden from Jesus. I'm telling you, He knows it all. So you know, she he kind of kind of gets her there. And uh, the woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. And Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem, Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. Here's where Jesus says, But the hour cometh and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship. Yes. And what I really like about it is that I'm sitting over here and, and and obviously the topic was why don't people go to church? And like she's she's wanting, she's like, man, what's this water you have? Where do I get this water? Where do I get this water that I will never thirst again? Well, go to church. Yeah. Like people, like you said, people are out there, they're searching, they're looking, they're like, what, what, what? What can I do? You know, why is life so hard? Why is this? Why is this going on? But yet, then they want to turn to God and they want to be like, yeah, I just, I don't go to church. I'm going through all of these things. Well, you're, you're not drinking the right water. Right. You know, and once you, but you got to apply yourself to that. You know, she's like, well, just, just give me this water, you know? And right. then he's, he starts to explain it to her. But it's like, you can have the water, but you have to go to the well. You have to get it. Like, you got to go. Right. You, you can't right. just sit at the house and be like, Lord, I don't understand. Why is this happening? You know? Yeah. You, I mean, you got to go to the source. Right. So, as you're reading that, like, that's just what it's screaming to me. It's like, where do I get this water? And then, you know, obviously we tied that in with the topic, but it's like, when when you hear it and you get that revelation, then it's like, okay. So, like, like it, it stops the argument almost. And, and that's how it hit me today. It was like when people say, well, I don't go to church for this reason or this reason or this reason. It's like it's, the argument's done. It's like, do you, do you want this water or not? Right, right. Like, that's, that's why you don't go to church. church. You yeah, just don't, don't want it. Yeah. Do you, can, <laughs> do you want to continue going down the road right. that you're going, or do you want uh, what we like to call at the river a suddenly? Yeah, like exactly. Jesus comes in and just changes your situation. Um, and hey, I get it. I've been there, done that. I was one of those people. Yeah. Don't go to church because. <laughs> The Browns are on at one. Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, trust me. I, you know, I hear it all every, the time. And, I had every excuse in the book. Yeah, and I hear it all the time, and, and that that's a funny thing is, man, you know what? I work six days a week. I do this. I do that. But you know what? Like, I guarantee you that um, if your buddies call you and they want to go do something Sunday morning, you're up going and doing it. Uh, right. So it's the priorities of that, you know, also why people don't go to church. Their priorities aren't right. Right. You know, they think that, 
going out and doing a round of golf on a Sunday morning. Ah, you know what? I, I'll go to church, but you know, Sunday is the only day I got off. I can go play. Well, you know what? Go spend some time in the house of the Lord. He'll get you some more days off. Right, right. You know? where, where, where's your priorities? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm not here condemning anybody or whatever, but, you know, if, if you want your life to change, you got to take a step. Yeah. You have to take a step. Yeah. Um, you know, and once you take that step of faith, just get ready. Just watch out. Right, yeah. <laughs> because be, you know, be, re- be sure you're ready. Yeah, right, <laughs> when right. You take it, yeah. <laughs> he'll intervene. Trust me, he will intervene. Um, you know, and, and it's only what Jesus gives us that satisfies us, you know, at the deepest levels of our soul and spirit. Right, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing at the end of that bottle when you drink it or what, you know, whatever, whatever you're, you're doing whatever's going on. Right. There's nothing that can satisfy you. That void will not be full until you yep. accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Right. Yep. And, and allow then, Him to do a work. On right. Yeah. And uh, and I I tell people all the time that like if when it comes to not going to a church, you haven't found the church. You know, if you're not going to church because of for whatever reason that's ridiculous i guess for for a polite word you know if if you're not going to church for any of these reasons then you haven't found your home church because i tell you what like i was that person i'd get home sometimes i'd be tired i'd be like i i've not went to church before because i was tired i was like you know what like i got up saturday and i did a whole bunch of stuff and and i was like i go back to work monday and like i'm sleeping in tomorrow like i've been that guy yeah but also now, when you find that home and you find the where you want to be and you start to get that revelation, like uh, you, you like you plan your entire life around your church events, yeah. you know. And I don't yeah. say that to be like the weird guy, you know, because it's not that. It's I've seen what the Lord does, and like whether it's going to happen to me or someone else, like I want to be there to see. Right. I, I don't know? want to miss. Just like a couple Sundays ago. You know, we were like, you know, Linda was having a meeting up north and I heard Jamie was going and Carrie and I were thinking about going and I was like, man, I was like, and it was like a healing revival and, and, you know, bless the Lord. I've, you know, or praise the Lord. I've, I've been blessed. Like I don't, I, I I didn't go there needing a healing, but I went there because I knew the presence of God was going to show up and I wanted to see it manifest. I wanted to see him work. So it was like, yeah, let's go. You know, yeah. hop in the car, yeah, we're going. No questions you know? <laughs> about it. That's right. And we we did. We seen, yeah, we seen, seen a guy come in on a wheelchair and walked out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Absolutely. God's still the same. Yeah. Yesterday, whatever. Yep. He still does what he says he'll do. Absolutely. Um. So, you know, I've got just kind of, um, you know, so why you get a church? Uh. You know, don't know what to wear or whatever. I guess my real question is, is are you there for the people that are there? Or are you there for Jesus? Yeah, it's Because if you're truly seeking Jesus, it doesn't matter what no. Brian thinks of me. I, no. I, I don't care. No. You know? And it's, uh, it's not social hour. No, it's not, no. not social hour. I mean, some 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 places make it a <laughs> social yeah. event or whatever, right. but... And that's fine to be social as long yeah. as, you know, the message is preached and it's, you know, you're not just preaching to the... The soft message, you know, you're yeah. not preaching the watered-down version of who Jesus is. Right, you know, right. The soy latte version, as Pastor says sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't either, but I'm guessing it's like a, like a 
Probably like a girly drink or some watered down. You know, people don't like coffee, but just want to drink it because they're cool. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so um, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, I just want to be real with you. Um, I guess I'm going to kind of get off where we're going because just where, uh, where guys leave me right now. Um, I guess I want to share a little bit of my story, Brian, if you don't care. Yeah. Uh, so I've been had I was having some health issues last year, kind of got hit pretty hard. Um, you know, went to the stand. When was that? In August. Yeah, last August, a year ago. Last August, sitting there, and uh, Pastor Zach talked about Bible school. I'm like, what? You know, I felt like God picked up a tree in the back of that field and just <laughs> clobbered me with it. I said, "You're going." I'm like, oh, what? Bible school, what? come on. I'm a car sales guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh, so I am. I went, you know, it started in January. But, uh, so I was having some health issues, you know, and wasn't really sure what was going on. And, uh, and a lot of you that know me, know my history, know that, uh, the devil's kept me down for a while with health. Um, kept me from doing what God's called me to do, to be honest with you. And uh, so November, and when I say this, I don't want anybody to think I was suicidal or anything like that because I was not. Right. But in November, I'm laying there in, uh, in my bed, and I just I uh, tell God I'm done. I quit. I, I don't want to go on anymore. Um, I just want you to uh, just take me. Just, you know, if I go to sleep and I don't wake back up, I wake up. I'll see your face. I'll be. I'm okay with that. I've, I've lived a good life. I've had great people around me. Just take me. And he says, "Get up." I'm like, "What? Well, come on, man." <laughs> I'm like, I'm, t- "I'm tired of doing this." You know, I'm. I'm really struggling. I'm. My body's hurting. I just. I, I couldn't function. I. I couldn't get out of bed. My, my poor wife. Uh, you know, uh, took care of me day and night. And. Uh, so I said, no, no, God, just, I'm done. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't, you know, and I quit. Get up. <laughs> so we went back and forth because I'm, I'm, I'm. Because you're arguing. Uh, yeah, I'm arguing with him and I, and I lost, <laughs> of course. But, uh, you know, so I said, all right. So I put my feet at the edge of the bed and I said, I'm going to get up. So I'm going to tell you this. When I get up from this day forward, I don't want no more health issues. So, guess what? Since that day forward, yeah. I haven't had no more health issues. Now, now I've had some things here and there, but... It's just a devil every, line to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every doctor's report pretty much since November has been good. I got taken off of medication, um, you know, and, and it, it turned my life around. Yeah. It, and it really what it was is I... I died to my flesh. Yeah. I died to my flesh. Yep. And, you know, I never knew before that I. Right. Oh, because we're man, we want to control. Oh yeah. We want to control a little bit, but uh, you know, when when I died to my flesh and Jesus took over, <laughs> I'm having more fun. Right. I'm having so much fun. I mean, I'm so at peace. I don't have a care or worry in the world right now. I really don't. Yeah. And it's great. It's a great feeling. And that's what that's what the Lord will do for you, you know. And that's what people that you know back to tie even tying that into the topic of why people don't go to church. 
They don't because they don't get the full revelation of it. So to them, it is, it's a burden. It's, man, really, I don't want to go on Sunday. I don't want to go on Wednesday. I don't want to go on Thursday night for the gospel sing. I don't want to do this. But in reality, all that really is is they haven't got that revelation. You know, like you said, you you know, you were laying on your bed and you were like, I'm done. You know what, Lord? Like, like for one, this isn't what, this isn't what your word says. Right. But. If it is, then like let's go. I'm just done, you yeah. know. But then you got up, and then when you started coming back, you know. And I've talked to you a little bit about it. How you, you know, you've known for a while what what you were supposed to be doing. Right. But right. then after that, you know, that's when it was like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. You know. And then, yeah. And then you just went. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, once, once you go, then you get that revelation and then God takes over. And then it's just like, like you said, it's like, I, I always make the comment, like I've preached a message about how hard it was to be a Christian, but I didn't have the revelation of who God was when I was speaking, you know, yeah. because like you said, now it's like, we were on the way home Sunday from that meeting of Linda's and we were like, we had just got out of fire conference. You know, yeah. we had Saturday off. It was well, Saturday was pastor's wedding. Yeah. So we yeah. had that. Then Sunday we had the main event church. And then we went up there Sunday night, and I remember on the way home, we looked at each other, we're like, nobody's doing anything tomorrow. I was like, we have the talk show, you know, Carrie and I show, but I'm like, we can't go to church anywhere tomorrow. Like, what are we going to do? You know, and it it was kind of jokingly, but honestly, it wasn't, because had we found something, we probably would have went. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Like, once you get that revelation, like, there's nothing like being in the presence of God. And, And, you know, I know there's several people watching it's know me from a while ago and they're like you know maybe you haven't seen me in a while haven't talked to me in a while but you come talk to me we're going to talk about jesus i can tell you that um because what he's what he's pulled me out of what he's done um and you know you talk about like i've known for a while it's probably been probably been over 20 years that i've known i've had a calling on my life and uh (laughs) i ran the other way as fast as i could um didn't want nothing to do with it yeah nothing but then I got to the point where, all right, Lord, yeah, I'm done. And then uh, my life hasn't been the same. It has not been the same since November. I can tell you so many things, and it's happened so so fast. So suddenly. So so suddenly, <laughs> right. It's just, you just drop things on me. And, uh, you know, I'm just here to tell you that Jesus, Jesus loves you. Um, he knows what you need before you even ask. Yeah. You know, and the the whole history thing, like, and it's funny because, like you said, you know, there's people watching that knew you before, and I run into that same thing now. And I actually just had this conversation with somebody the other day. Like, I'll run into somebody I haven't talked to in like ten years, and they'll be like, "You a preacher now?" <laughs> and at first, I'm like, "Well, you know, I'm an evangelist. I do these things." And they're like, they get this look on their face, and then I look at them, I'm like. Was I really that bad? Like, was I that bad of a person? Like, right, I didn't think right. I was, like, a horrible human being. Right. But then it's just like, you know, it, it shocks them. And then I'm like, then I think about myself. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I had my things, but, like, come on, you know? Right. What is this really? Am I that bad? But, uh, but yeah, and but then people just, like you said, you're going to talk about Jesus. They're going to see Jesus, you know? Yeah. And, and for the people watching, you know, especially in this town, you know, it's a small town, man. You can't oh, go absolutely. anywhere that somebody doesn't know you from from your past, and and for what you've done in the past, or who you are, or 
you know, your past relationships, your, you know, any of that. Like right. Everybody knows everything. And, and I think that stops a lot of people from going to church as well, just in general, the embarrassment yeah. of going, you know, yeah. which brings us to one of the verses we're going to talk about in Second Corinthians, Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If you if you give your life over to Christ, the only one holding on to your past is you. Right. Jesus yes. isn't holding on to it. If no. you repent with a pure heart and you you know you come to the Lord and you say, Lord, just just save me, you know, forgive me of my sins, then they're gone. You know, he's not up there being like the next time you do something, oh wait a minute! Now yeah. you you remember this? You 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 remember this? That's that's the devil, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the devil would bring up your past. Yes. Yes. Um, I used to struggle with that all the time. Yeah. Now I just kind of laugh yep. and rebuke yep. him, and and it and it does, and that and it is the devil that that brings it back to you. It's never it's never the Lord that reminds you because he's already forgot. Right. You know, he's he's looking forward. Yeah. 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 He's looking forward. So. If you go to a church and somebody looks at you and they're like, I can't believe you're in here with your past, punch them in the mouth and then leave the church and don't go back. <laughs> right. that, that is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> please Just please kidding. don't do that. Like, this dude on TV on, on the internet the other day, he told me to punch you if he said that. So don't really do that. But it, it, you can just visualize yourself doing it and then just leave because that's not a good church. Nah. It's not. If, if somebody I knew that had a rough past, honestly, if they walked into church... I would probably go up and hug them because I would be so happy that somewhere along the line somebody has either told them or they've got the revelation of who Jesus is right. because they're walking into a church building. And without that, I know that they would never walk into that church building. Right, right. So if you are in that situation and you've walked in to that, then at that point, just just leave. Like if they if they can't embrace you and because you've got that revelation, then then it just uh, I, it's, it's sad that it's sad you even have to explain that to someone. Right? To it's, it's sad. It is. That's it is. I mean, it's. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Churches <laughs> ran people off. Oh yeah. I mean, and it's it's religion. Um, you know that person who comes up and says, you know, I can't believe you here, whatever. Right. Well, look, there's they were a sinner also. Yeah. Well, maybe still are. Yeah. yeah, obviously, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they probably still are. <laughs> you know, I mean, everybody has a past. Yeah. I don't care. And you can say, oh, I didn't do this or I didn't do that. Well, sin is sin. Right. Yeah, you know, you, absolutely. You know, you sin, you you know, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. Yep. I mean, Once and, you're saved, you just try to less. You're right. <laughs> absolutely. The clo- Well, what I've noticed is the closer I've gotten, I get with Jesus... Yeah. yeah, you don't. Yeah, I mean, you don't honestly, want to because the thought of it, and when the devil puts that thought in your mind, your spirit man's up and strong enough. If you're in the presence enough, that it's like, oh no, yeah, like you know, yeah. you get that check instantly, and it's like because right. I always say, and it's again, it goes back to I. I say a lot that I think me and the Lord we have our own relationship and the way we interact, and I always say He gives me two to five seconds when the devil puts that thought in my mind. Like I have two to five seconds, if I'm going to act on that or not, right. and then then I then the like I feel like just a just like a silence, 
And then I make my decision. And then I feel like then the Lord starts to minister again, whether it's right or wrong. If it's a wrong decision, he ministers really fast, really loud. <laughs> right. You know? And if it's the right decision, you just get that instant peace. But mm. I feel that the Lord, you know, he allows us to make those decisions because we do. We have our own free will. But it's up to us. And like you said, the more you walk in it, the more the closer you are, the more your spirits build up, the more you're prayed up. When those things do happen, then like, then like you said, then you almost get to the point you're like, really, devil? Like, this is all you got? Like, right, you've been right. doing this for 10 years and I've, I'm done with this. Right, like, just kind of kind of laugh and yeah. shrug him off. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, it's amazing what God can do um, yes. if you give Him the chance. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really, it, it falls back on, on you. Right. How bad do you want it? Yeah, um, yeah it's never God's fault. No, no, yeah. it's never God's fault. And, uh, you know, I want everything He has to offer. Yeah, absolutely. I want everything that's in this Word. Yeah, that's what I tell people. All the promises. I said, uh, I think I said it just the other day at church. I don't even remember what I didn't say. If I was, uh, maybe we were praying or something. And I told people, I was like, you know what? Like, sometimes when I pray, like, some people be, might think I'm selfish. But I'm not being selfish. I'm standing on God's word. He's got a ton of promises in here for me, right. for you, right. for all of you listening. So when I go to the Father in prayer in the name of Jesus, I'm like, look, like, this is what your word says. I'm ready for this. Like, you know what? Your word says that you're going to open up a window and you're going to pour out a blessing so large that I can't contain it. You know what? Let's go. Yeah. And I, I'm praying you get yours too, but let me tell you, I'm not going to miss the opportunity to pray for mine. Right. You know, and I don't I don't consider it being selfish, but on the other hand, like, right. I'll pray for you, but don't get in my road when I'm praying for myself, you know? <laughs> right. And, I mean... Uh, Josh says, hypocrite, hypocritical people are everywhere. They are, Josh. And that's what I say. If you go into a church and there's hypocritical people that um, are casting stones from a glass house, then you're not in the right church. Right. You know, because like I, I think back and like I've been that person before. I'm like, why are they here? Like, I know, oh, yeah, I know I've, who I've, this I've, is. Why I've are they been here? There. I've done that. Yeah. And then now I, I, I think back to the times I did that, and I like I feel horrible. I'm like, but it was before I had the fire of God. You know, right. I was, I was religious. Right, I was right. a Christian. I went to church and I did the the Christian duties. You know, I wasn't on fire for God. Yeah. I didn't have the revelation of what I have now. And I don't say that to say, yay me. I say that to, to praise God that he's revealed these things to me, but he reveals them because we seek him. Right. You know, as you press in, he starts to reveal all of these things to us. Right. And then, one, man, once he starts revealing little things, man, and little things turn into big things, and next thing you know, you're just like, you, you literally, you can't get enough. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, the closer you get to him, it's just, yeah. and, and the closer you get to him, the more love you'll have for people. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the, I mean that's that's key right there because we're in a dying and lost world and people yeah. are looking for love. They are, especially Maybe. right now. You know, we've got, there's so much going on with this pandemic that's going on and, and the way that the government's trying to overstep and the way they're trying to take over all of this stuff. And there, there are people out there that, for lack of knowledge are okay with it. And I, I don't even want to say that it's the people, it's not even the people's fault, it's the lack of knowledge. So the government shows up and offers all of these things and does all of these things and people go. Because yeah. they're looking for they're looking for something to attach themselves to and that is what they're choosing. That is why, just like this show, that's why we do this show. 
we do the show so that the people out there that are looking for something might be able to find it. You know, I know for a fact there's people on this live right now that don't go to church. Oh, that yeah. may not know who God is completely. They might know of him, right. but they don't know him. You know, yeah. and and that is why we need to do what we need to do as Christians and we need to get out here. It's not it's not let me tell you, like I could be up on my racing right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure there's things you could be doing right uh, now. Probably about. I'd probably be in bed. It's nine <laughs> o'clock, man. I'm, nine o'clock. I'm out. <laughs> you know. So so there's a lot that we could be doing, but it and it's not even like I'm not even choosing God over it. It's a no brainer. It's like yeah. go preach my word. Okay, absolutely. This right. is what we're gonna go do. But it's once you get that revelation and that love of who He is. Then you start to turn yourself on, and it's just like you you can't turn the switch off. You just right. leave it on. And you yeah, just want go. more. Yeah, just want absolutely. More. Um, you know, and that's that's what I was saying. You know, middle of the night, I'm waking up, and God's just he's speaking to me. Right. He's, a, he's I think about him before I get to bed. Middle of the night, he's waking me up. I wake up in the morning. It's the first thing on my mind. Um, you know, it's just. But he's been so good to me. Right. Uh, you know. He's got me through so much. Yeah. And I finally got that revelation of how much he truly cares and loves me. Yeah. And I I owe him everything. Yep. And, uh, you know, let's go. We're going to get out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We're going to get out. Um, You know, we've got to tell people about Jesus. And and, and if you're a believer, I just, I got to say this. If you're a believer and uh, you're not out telling people about Jesus, you're not preaching the gospel, laying hands on the sick, you're not doing that, then shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not not your pastor's job. Mm -hmm. It's not the guy sitting next to you in your church job. Jesus called all of us to do that. That's the, what is it? Mark 16, 15. There you go. Great commission. Uh, Mark sixteen fifteen. I have it. Mark. I'm, I'm pretty sure when I lay my Bible down, it. I think it opens there, on, just because I've read this verse so many times. But Mark sixteen fifteen. It's it's my favorite passage in the Bible, and it says, and and he said to them, and now this is Jesus speaking. He says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. So when we say these things that we're saying and it's from the word of God and it condemns you, then at that point you need to ask yourself, one, why are you offended? And two, are you saved? Because the Bible says, he who does not believe will be condemned. But then he goes on in 17 and he says, and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. Now, we can we can spend, as Jamie knows, I can spend three hours right here right. on what this means and what Jesus is telling us we're to do. This isn't just for Jesus' disciples. This is for anyone who believes. Yeah. You know, He's telling this to his disciples, but then he also, in other verses, tells his disciples to go and make disciples of the nations you know, and preach this gospel to all. So if you're saved, then like this is a whole new realm. I mean, we're talking about why you don't go to church, but now, you know, we're talking about why you don't preach the gospel. But if you're saved, like you can't tell me that you're not supposed to go do this. Like, do you need to have a church 
Does that, is that what I'm saying when I say preach the gospel? No. I'm not saying you have to be a preacher. No. I'm not saying you have to stand behind a pulpit seven days a week. But you need to tell people about Jesus. That's what preaching is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah, Karen, the Great Commission. I, I love it. I'm stuck on it right now. And I don't... There's just such an urgency. You know, I, Jamie and I were talking about it last week. It was on my Monday morning show or my Monday evening show. And I specifically talked to Jamie on Thursday last week and i was like man this has really been on my heart lately i said but but i'm not gonna preach this at church because our church like everybody there's on fire like they're yeah. telling people about jesus they're doing this they're doing that and then friday i'm like or saturday i'm like trying to study my notes and i'm like i'm trying to go down a different path and nothing nothing and i was like all right lord do you want me to talk about this and man, the second I turned that over, he just started flooding in all these new, new fandangle ways and <laughs> verses that I never even got revelation of. And but we say all of this, and it all boils down to if you hear these things and you're like, "A, I can't do that. I can't go preach the gospel." If you're watching right now and you say that, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say you probably don't attend church every single Sunday. And if you do, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the church you're going to is probably kind of dry. I, I really wanted to word that a whole lot differently. Right. But I'm just but. going to go there to be as nice <laughs> as I can. Because if you're in a church that's preaching the word of God and you don't want to go tell people about it, then there's there's something wrong. There's something there's a revelation yeah. inside that you truly haven't got yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's yeah. all there is to it. I mean, but it all starts with going to church. Right, right. And, you know, you, I used to be one, just go to church to do the right thing. Right, yeah. Hey, hey, I'd take, went your, to church. take your Sunday selfie and post it on Facebook. Yeah, hey, I went to church yep. today. Put it on my Facebook feed. Wednesday hey. we'll be at happy hour at the local bar. Y'all stop down. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but but when when you have that encounter with Jesus, the true encounter with Jesus, yeah. um, wow, yeah. it changes you. Yeah. You have no desire to drink. Right. You have no desire to get the, the caught up in all the drama. Yeah. yeah, the things in the world grow strangely dim. Yeah, I, I, be, I believe Jesus said that. Somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and it is so true. Yeah, um, you know, I, like I said, twenty four seven. It seems I know it is twenty four seven. I'm thinking about yeah. Jesus. Yeah. You know, who can I tell? Right. What can I do? Yeah. What is what's he gonna do next? Yeah. What's that, it? Yeah. That, what's yeah, it? That's the excitement right there right. for me here lately. It's like. Every time he does something, you know, like when we were putting the show together, I was like genuinely excited. Not not because I get to hang out with you. Right. Not because I get to come down here and hang out with you people. <laughs> it's that God is steering them. Where is he taking us? What is he doing? Yeah. What What is his mission he has us on? Because that's truly what we are. We're just here carrying out his work. Right. So, but I, I can't stress it enough. It all starts with getting into a good church. Because I I've I went to church for eleven years pretty pretty strongly I would say you know I mean I, I missed some if I was out of town and stuff but like I was the I was the Sunday pew sitter you know and I I would sometimes find my Bible the following Sunday morning the same place I put it Sunday after church right but I was still at church every Sunday I thought I was doing the right thing and I I didn't preach like and I knew I had two I had two pastors ask me you ever thought of preaching. No? Yeah. You ever thought of preaching? No? Right. Not me. Sorry. Move on. You know? And uh and and I did a little bit of preaching and it just it, it wasn't good. 
Like, like I go back and watch some of them. Like, some of them, they were okay, but but they weren't anointed. It was yeah. me doing it, you know? And God yeah. was still there to back up his word when I would be in his word, but but that was it, man. If I wasn't yeah. talking God's word, it was dry, dead, and gross. Yeah, and, and, and that's kind of, you know, what this show's going to be about. It's not about Jamie. It's not about Brian. Right. Um, we're just the vessel he's using. Yeah. Um, and... You know, we could be going one direction, and I already know this is going to happen. Oh, yeah. We can be going one direction, and boom, somebody's going to tune in, and guy's going to say, hey, let's go this way. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be like, uh, yeah. okay. Leave the 99 yeah. and find the one. Right. Well, and uh, It's about the obedience, like you said, you know, when we talked before. You know, if the Lord said do it, do it. If the Lord doesn't tell me to do it, like... You're gonna you're gonna find me hard pressed to go do yeah, something. Yeah, I don't want nothing like, to do with Yeah, anymore. like I, even if it's even if it's nothing wrong. Like you know if if my wife says, "Hey, let's go somewhere," you know, and I'm like, "Oh, okay," but then all of a sudden I get this check in my spirit. I'm like, "No, we're not going." Like yeah. it just and it's so funny that when you're obedient to those things and then you see what God does and then it's like, huh. All right, well, that that that's why I didn't go. Yeah. You know, thank you, yeah. Lord, for for that check. You know, to let me know, but. But it all starts, guys, with not not being in church. Like it's so hard, it's so hard to have that. Re- it, it's like imagine dating a girl online, and that's all you ever do. You just see her online. Like you don't you don't ever get to see her. That's you a don't great ever- example. <laughs> yeah, it, it truly is though. Think about <laughs> yeah, it. You know, right? It's like, but you you never get that close relationship. You know, you never get that intimate relationship, and it's just like with the Lord. If you're not in church and you're not serving Him, like you're not going to get that close, obedient just that intimate relationship with him like right. it's it's not gonna happen and the thing is you know you hear a lot of people I, well, church in, isn't inside the four walls no it's well, not well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get that but let me tell you if you're if you're not in a church then what are you doing outside the four walls right yeah are you yeah. preaching the gospel yeah usually when i get that question my first thing is oh really so you take the church outside the four walls? how many people have you led to the lord this year yeah Oh well, no, no, no! I wasn't. I wasn't saying me. Now I was just saying in general the church. Oh, oh, okay. So well, that excuse doesn't work then. Of why you don't go? <laughs> right. And, and, and you need to be in in the body of Christ. Oh yes. For unity, um, yeah. we need to be under a. a I'm going to say anointed. Yeah. Absolutely. Pastor, um, and, and because the presence of God is there's there's no comparison, guys. I'm telling you, like I've done the drinking. Um, this is going to come surprise to some of you, but doing it out there, I, I, I've done marijuana. Yeah, you know, I've done I've done drugs, marijuana. Right. But I mean, there's there's nothing compared to no. compares the presence of God in the. Uh, Absolutely, you know, it's. I, I'm so glad he's got me where he's got me. Yeah. And it's funny, and I just told that Sunday, you know, I've I've, I've driven race cars at, at pretty high rates of speed, and the adrenaline and the just all of that that you get from it but i'm gonna tell you when i start leading people to the lord like there's nothing like it when, yeah when when you get done at an altar call or you see somebody get healed and you see the lord manifest and and you see the lord open somebody's blind eyes you see you see somebody break down and cry as they give their life to the lord like i don't care what you do in this earth you, you're not gonna find anything that's going to affect you like yeah that. when like, you when you see the weight just yeah, lifted yeah. off of them you know yep. it's it's so it's so awesome. Yep. Um, Absolutely. So you know we're just gonna keep it real, like you know, I share some things that some people know, some people didn't about that. Yeah. And, um, 
but I felt, you know, God says keep it real, so I'm keeping it real. I've been down, I've been down that road and uh, thought it was fun at the time, but right. still searching for more. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You can't you can't get relief from the devil going to the devil. Right. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Pastor absolutely. Says that all the time, and it is so true, and it's so simple, but yet so true. You know, if if the devil's attacking you, and then then you turn against God. Because then you ask God why, and now so now the devil's attacking you. Now the devil's got you attacking God, and then the devil's just gonna tear you up even more. Yeah, he's he's, he's just gonna he's win him. Yeah, yeah. So I guess my challenge for everybody that doesn't go to church after this show is, you know, come up with your reasons of why. You know what, and write them down, and then really go over them and study them, and ask yourself if you were in the right church, do you think you would have that same list? Because ultimately, that's what it's about. It's about finding your tribe, for lack of better terms. I know it might be corny, but but it's the truth. <laughs> it find, yeah, find your tribe, you know. Yeah. And just like just like at the river, um, Carrie and I, we were searching for a church. Um, I had been to a couple others. I had been to one for quite a while, and it it took me a while to leave. Um, nothing against anyone there. I just I felt it in my spirit that there was more that I needed, and I wasn't getting it. And as I started seeking, I felt there was more. And then I felt the Lord wanting to move us. So so we went to three, four different churches probably. And, and like, just, just, it just wasn't, wasn't where we needed to be. And then we ended up at the church we're at now. And like five, ten minutes into the first service, we looked at each other and we're like, yes, yes. Yeah. And then some people in the congregation, um, like, like I, we would start talking to them and it was like kind of like I said with you earlier like we talked to another couple in the church and it was like okay like instantly like 100% they were in you, you felt like you knew them forever it was like alright hey let's go to dinner after lunch you know it wasn't yeah. even like hey let's let's go get to know it was just like hey let's go you know, yeah, just quit do. yeah just quit and uh, even with pastor and with pastor's wife you know it was just like all of those things it just and that's when you know that you're you're just your home and then after that, it's all it's all Jesus. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's it's tough to find a church. I'm not going to lie because there's there's so much religion. There's so much tradition out there. There's so much judgment. There's so much this. There's so much that. Um, Jason says, come as you are. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, you right. Know, if your best is a pair of holy sweatpants and a an old 1980s five Raiders shirt, you know what? Wear it. I'm, I don't say I'm not saying anything negative about people that are wearing that. It's just what came to right, mind. Right, right. But, you know, and if, if your best is a pair of slacks, a shirt, and a tie, and that's what you feel led to wear, you know what? Wear, wear it. it. right. You know what? It does not matter. Just be in the presence. You know, yeah. don't... God doesn't judge your appearance. He no. judges your heart. Yeah. You know, it's it's about your heart. You know, it's, it's funny. I heard a joke one time, and uh, this cowboy went to this church... And his cowboy hat and the whole get up and he sat right on the front row and and they uh the deacons of the church they come up to him and they told him they said sir we don't we don't dress like that here if uh if you want to attend this church come back next week and um and and try to dress more like the congregation so he goes back the next week in his cowboy hat and his cowboy boots and uh he starts to walk in and the deacons grab a hold of him and like sir I guess you didn't listen. You know, we, we don't wear this here. So they escort him out and he looks up and he says, God, he's like, I don't understand. I'm trying to go to church. And the Lord comes down and the Lord spoke to him. He says, son, he says, don't feel discouraged. He's like, I've been trying to get into that church for years and they won't let me in either. <laughs> you know, and it's a funny joke and we've all heard it probably, but it's, it's so true. 
And if that's yeah. what you're facing inside of the church that you're trying to go to, you need to run. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. want to be there in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So. And here's what I'll leave, I, I kind of want to leave you with, leave you with a little bit is whenever you because some of you're going to go to church this Sunday, I can just tell. Yeah. Some of you, you're going to go. You've been wanting to go. Um, you've been holding holding back. You really don't know why, but we're challenging you this week yeah. to get to church. And I don't, you know, I don't care where you go, but when you go. Don't think about anybody that's there. Think about the main reason you're there, and that's for Jesus. Yep. And when you go expecting, Jesus, I'm, co- I'm going to church on Sunday, and I expect to hear from you. Trust me when I tell you, he's going to speak to you. Yep. He is going to speak to you. Um, we, we would love to have you at the river. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Sunday is the main event, 10 o'clock in the morning. Come on down. It's in the plaza. Everybody locally knows where the plaza is at. We're right beside Tractor Supply. Um, don't bring your religion. Just bring yourself. Bring yeah. uh, bring a, bring your eyes upon Jesus. And I'm gonna tell you guys, like, yeah. And if you and and if you come with that, or if you go to a church and your eyes are focused on Jesus, and you feel it's hard to keep your eyes focused on Jesus because of what's going on in the church next Sunday, try a different church. Yeah. You know, like Karen yeah. said. Karen says, search until you find a church you feel like you belong to. And that's, and that's absolutely right. And, and that's not even saying that every church is bad. If you go to a church and you don't have that good feeling about it, that doesn't mean it's a bad church. It just means it's not your church. Right. You know, because right. you know, like, like the church that I come from, there's nothing. I don't have any negative things to say about the church. I just felt in my spirit that I needed something different. I needed to go. And I fought it, and I was like, no, nah, devil, you know, get out of here. And, and, you know, the Lord started just revealing some stuff to me. And when people tell me about churches in Coshocton, you know, where, where to go. Of course, I, I invite everybody to the river where we go now. But I also tell them, you know, about some of the other churches that I've been to that and that I recommend people to go to. Because, like I said, it just, it, it just wasn't mine anymore. You know, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It just might not be yours. So don't even come out of that with that stigma. Oh, well, I tried to go to church last Sunday, and man, it just didn't work. That pastor, he didn't look at me. They didn't welcome me. They didn't tell me hi. I sat in the back. I didn't raise my hands during worship. They didn't sing any good worship songs. That music was just so loud. Then that preacher got up there, and he started talking about wanting all my money. And then after that was done, he started telling me about how horrible of a person I was. And then I left, and I just, I'm never going back. Somebody you said we got off. I don't know. Huh? Still online or I think we are. As far as I know, we are. Who <laughs> but, knows? Hopefully. Yeah, but, there's yeah, still some people. Here's the thing. So. If, you, if you go with that mentality, you, yes. you, you're not going to get anything. Right. You're not. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to several people, and, and I've heard them, things they say, and I'm like, well, no, no wonder you didn't get nothing. <laughs> right. You you you, you came just, expecting you, nothing. You just told me about every negative thing you've seen in the right. church. You told me all the points of the pastor's sermon you didn't like, right. and you didn't tell me one thing that you enjoyed about hearing Jesus. Yeah, I mean, this is it's, it's it's insane, but uh, yeah. it's you the know. truth. It's the it's the God's honest truth. So, uh, well, so hey, yeah, that's a good challenge. You know, go to a church and go with your eyes on Jesus. Yeah, you know, no matter it's, where you go, it's all that matters. Hey. Yeah. He is the only way. Yeah. He's like the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah, absolutely. You can't get to heaven without him. 
No. So it doesn't matter what Sister Susie says. No. She has no authority no. about whether you enter the pearly gates or not. So nope. who cares what Sister Shirley says? Absolutely. Or Absolutely. Um, 100%. You know, keep your eyes on Jesus. Challenges. Get get into church this Sunday. Yeah. Um, leave everything at the door. Walk in expecting. Start and, fresh. Uh, yeah, if start you're not, fresh. If you're not in church, start fresh right now. Yeah. And like I said, we would love to have you. Pastor Zach is uh, he's anointed. Yeah. He's annoying. Absolutely. There's yeah. not there's not been a service I haven't went to that I haven't got something. Right. Yeah. But I go expecting. Yeah. We he calls them the made event for a reason. There it's not a it's not a Sunday service. I mean yeah. it, it is, but it's not. Yeah. It's it's because every week, you know, I like you said, I go I go expecting something, you know? And do I get something every week? Like a, a miraculous miracle? No, but I get revelation every week. I yeah. feel the presence of God every week. You know, do I see people healed? Yeah. Do I get healed every week? No. When I need one? Absolutely. Yeah. But just to be in that presence in every single time, it's not, yeah, it's not like, well, nah, sorry guys, you know what, the Holy Spirit didn't show up today. You know what, that's, that's just BS when you go to church, you're like, oh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to call in Jesus today. Well, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? He walks in the building when I walk in the building. He's with me all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah. So some of you need to get in there this Sunday, but, but just start fresh. You know what? That, that verse we just read, you know, all things, all old things are dead. New things, new creation. That's what we are in Christ Jesus. And, and for those of you watching right now, um, you're going to get that fresh start tonight and you're going to carry it on to Sunday. Because um, if you're watching right now and, and you fall into one of these two categories, if you've never given your life to Jesus, or if you have and in days gone by you've backslidden, you're not attending church, you're not, you're not walking with Jesus like you think you should be, and you just want to rededicate that to Him, we're going to give you an opportunity to do that right now. If you would, just close your eyes and repeat this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me and that you're coming back again for me. Now fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the things of God and give me a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now declare this. Say, I am saved, I am born again, and I am on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Amen. And from this day forward, remember, your sins are forgiven. And when you ask Jesus to forgive your sins, He not only does He forgive them, He forgets about them, and you start fresh right where you are. Today is a fresh start. So find yourself a good church. Plug in. Find find a good Bible-believing on fire for God church. Don't find a religious church. Find one that you're going to be able to grow in spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of these areas. And just, just press in. And don't, don't let the stupid things in your flesh stop you from going. Right. Or get you offended. And I, I want to offer, if, if you said that prayer, uh, you know, reach out to Brian or me. Um, we don't really want, you know... For you to get saved, but we want to kind of help you through a little bit of the process here because Absolutely. Satan's going to come after you, you know. And uh, oh, yeah. we want to we want to be here to help walk yeah. you through it. Um, so message us on Facebook if you Absolutely. got our numbers, text us whatever. But uh, call us, come to, church call us come to church Sunday. We'd love to hear from you and uh, 
Hey, we'll see what God brings next week. I'm excited. And uh, we'll see you. Love you guys. Have a good, well, good night's rest. Yeah. <laughs>